Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson where we're going to talk about danger. I'm going to talk about dangerous things. I'm going to talk about things that can either injure you or something even worse which would would not be a good thing. It's not nice when uh you live in a world where there are things around us that are just bad for human beings. Things that can either injure or kill us. So, today in this lesson, I'm going to talk about dangerous things. I have quite a few vocabulary words lined up and remember, even though this might seem like a vocabulary lesson, I do use a lot of phrases as I talk about each vocabulary word. So, it's really good listening practice. It's really good uh vocabulary uh practice. It's really good for all around English learning. So, Welcome to this English lesson about danger. We'll get started in just a few seconds. I wanted to mention a few things first. Uh first of all, hello to everyone in the chat. Hello to Julia Olise, Maria C, Roman, Anuat, Mode Eggs, Rod the Brazilian English teacher, Claudia Diaz. Uh let me see here. Jenny JJ. I'm just saying a few names. Norma is here. Eugene from Etobicoke. Tony is here and of course, Dave and Todd are here to moderate. So, good to see all of you and hi to Rod, the Brazilian English teacher as well. Rod and I had a good chat yesterday on Zoom. It was a lot of fun to reconnect. We hadn't talked for a few weeks because I was too busy um but uh, it was fun, Rod, to have a little chat yesterday. Hey, uh I wanted to mention one other things. Uh someone asked in the chat how I respond so quickly. Um so, one of the things I did when I was in university is I decided that typing fast, typing over 70 or 80 words a minute might be a good thing to learn. So, I sat down at a computer back in 19 late 80s, early 90s and I taught myself to type really, really fast. So, I am a fast typer. If you're wondering um how I respond to so many comments below videos and how I respond so quickly in the chat, I love typing really, really fast. So, anyways, enough about enough about me. Let's uh let's get this lesson started about danger. Let me just check one thing here. I think I forgot to add the question or the form link to the description. I think that's done now. Um let's see here. So, I'm going to talk about a number of things that will either be bad for you in the sense that they will injure you or they might actually outright kill you. So, this is a pretty serious lesson. I don't know why I'm smiling and joking. I shouldn't do that but one of the first things that you have to be careful of as a human being is uh poisonous chemicals. There are many poisonous chemicals in the world. Many of them we use outside in our yards but even some of the cleaning products you use in your house can be dangerous. If you mix the wrong two cleaning products together, it can produce a gas that is bad for you. If you accidentally get some in your mouth, it could burn or hurt you. So, there are poisonous chemicals all around us. There are poisonous chemicals probably in your bathroom right now that you normally see as useful for cleaning but they can definitely be dangerous. Um and normally, we have this symbol. This is originally a symbol that was used on pirate ships and it's called the skull and crossbones. It's over there on the far side of the word poison. The skull and and crossbones, I think it might also be called the Jolly Roger when it's a flag, um is a symbol that we use when we are marking something as being dangerous, okay? So, if you do look at some of the cleaning products in your house or some of the chemicals 
that maybe you have in your garage. Some of them might have this sign on it. Of course, it might not be in English but it will say danger and then it might say poison or hazardous or something like that. So, the little skull on the far side with the two bones is called a skull and crossbones. Um when I go for my walk, there are a lot of utility poles. In Canada, we call them hydro poles um and on the side of them, many of them have this sticker which says danger high voltage. Many of them say do not climb this pole. Hazardous hazardous high voltage above. Danger high voltage. So, electricity is very dangerous. Not just the electricity that you see going um that is going through the power lines along your road or street but the electricity in your house can be very very dangerous as well. So, most of the time when I go for a walk, I do um see these stickers. They are on almost every single hydro pole we say in Canada or utility pole. I think sometimes they're also called telephone poles but most of the time they have power lines attached to them. So, high voltage also very very dangerous. Um it's not very fun to get electrocuted. I've been electrocuted twice in my life and both times it's been my fault and was not um a major injury, okay? It was just a really quick little zap. I got electrocuted just a little bit twice. Um pollution. So, we did uh, an English lesson where I talked about pollution a few weeks ago. Pollution is when we put hazardous waste or hazardous chemicals uh or just outright things that are bad for the environment and indirectly, these things can also be very dangerous for people. If your water is polluted and you drink it, that can be dangerous. It can make you sick. Uh it can cause things like cancer and other different diseases. So, pollution is definitely something that is dangerous or which is of danger to people. So, there's a number of ways to say that but um maybe I should have said the lesson is about the word dangerous. I think I've I've said that a number of times. What I haven't said yet is Sometimes in movies, one of the characters will say, danger is my middle name. Um my middle name is not danger by the way. <laughs> my middle name is caution. <laughs> um so, some people think that AI is dangerous. That someday things will become so smart. Machines will become so smart that it will be dangerous for us. So, AI of course, stands for artificial intelligence. And that is when computers and robots start to think for themselves or act in a way where they can um learn to do things on their own. So, AI maybe not dangerous yet but possibly it might be dangerous in the future. We'll have to see what the future brings. So, I don't think AI is dangerous but then again, we don't know what things will look like in 10 or 20 years. Things could change quite rapidly. So, heights. Uh heights of all kinds are dangerous. So, heights refers to when you are above the ground for any reason. Maybe like this person, you are at the top of a ladder. Maybe you are at the top of a mountain or you are looking over the edge of a cliff. If you are ever at a high if you're in <laughs> a high place, if you are working at heights or you're playing or climbing at heights, it's very very dangerous. At my school, you this might make you laugh but at my school, 
We have rules for the teachers about working at heights. I am not allowed to stand on a chair or desk if I'm hanging stuff on the wall. I have to use an approved ladder and I may not go more than three steps in the air as a teacher. If I do that, that it's considered against the, I guess against the law. <laughs> it sounds kind of funny. And the funniest thing for me, it was probably a good thing. I shouldn't make fun of it but we had working at heights training to learn how to use a small step ladder because they didn't want teachers to fall off and injure themselves. So, heights, if you fall, even if you fall a short distance, if you land the wrong way, it can be very, very dangerous. You can hurt yourself. You can be injured. Um it's not it's probably not a good thing to joke about. I should be a little bit careful there. Um my uncle once fell a short distance and he was in the hospital for a number of days. I think he only fell about a meter um but he in English we say if you fall the wrong way or if you land the wrong way. So, if you land on your feet, usually you aren't injured but if you land on your back or if you hit your head when you fall, not a good thing. Distracted driving. So, I mentioned this in one of my videos earlier that when I go for a walk along the road, I often see people who are texting while they're driving. Distracted driving is dangerous not just to the person who is driving but distracted driving is dangerous for the people who are around that person as well. So, distracted driving is definitely very, very dangerous. Um there is a pretty hefty fine here in Canada for distracted driving. A few hundred dollars. If the police catch you, um even if you're Let's say I was driving and I had a coffee and a donut and I was kind of steering with my elbow. In Canada, you could get a ticket for that from the police um but usually when we talk about distracted driving, we're talking about people using their phone while they're driving, either texting or checking their email or doing something else. So, distracted driving, definitely a dangerous thing both for the driver and for the people around that driver. And so, reckless driving is a little different than distracted driving. Reckless driving is when you drive with a little concern for the people around you. So, you would be driving at a high rate of speed. You would be driving in an erratic way. You might be racing someone. So, sometimes we'll see people racing where two cars are trying to drive as fast as they can. All of those things are considered reckless driving. We also call it careless driving. There's a number of different charges for this and we also have something called stunt driving. All of those kind of fall into the category of being dangerous, uh dangerous ways to drive. Careless driving, reckless driving, stunt driving. Stunt driving is usually when you're racing someone else or when you're just doing things like your car is a race car but you're just on a normal road. And then of course, drinking and driving. This is still a problem in every country in the world including Canada. Uh every month in our local paper, they actually publish the names of all the people who got caught drinking and driving um because they want people to feel ashamed I think that they did that. So, drinking and driving again, very dangerous for the person who is driving. Um 
and also very dangerous for the other people on the road or even people who are walking along the road. So, drinking and driving um that's the last of the driving ones I think. Yes. Let's do a few questions. Let me get my questions up on the screen. Uh let me see here. Ruslan has the first question. So, we're gonna do questions for about 10 minutes and then I will get back to the lesson. I do wanna say hi to the 357 people watching and jumping over to the chat. I wanna say hi to Julia Olise. Brent from American English with this guy is here. Al Gore I see is here as well. Victoria Zhang, Jake as well. See you in there, Jake. Good to see you. Juliana as well and uh, so many more people. Um Ruslan says, here's my question. Hello, the coolest teacher, Bob. How are you, sir? I'm good. What is the most dangerous situation you've ever been in your life? Have a nice day. What is the most dangerous situation? That's so, I'm a very cautious person. I haven't been in a lot of very dangerous situations but I'll tell you this. When I was in my late teens, I was riding with a friend on a motorcycle. I was on the back of the motorcycle and my friend drove the motorcycle. I'm not even sure how fast but certainly well above the speed limit without asking me if that was okay with me and that was probably the most dangerous thing that I've ever done um and when he eventually slowed down and stopped, I was very angry because I had not agreed to uh, to go that fast. That was I was terrified actually. That was not a fun experience. Even though I myself was a motorcycle driver, it was way too fast and I felt like I wasn't the person in control. Let's see here. SL Lanka says, hi teacher Bob. Some people I know believe that cell phones attract lightning. Is it dangerous to use mobile phones during lightning? What are your thoughts about this? So, generally, this is what I do when there's lightning. I usually stay in my house. I might be in my garage and we roll up the garage door and then from inside the garage where it's safe, we like to watch the lightning. So, I don't know if cell phones attract lightning but I myself don't use my cell phone during a storm. Uh I usually like to watch the lightning. It's very, very cool. Um Yo-Yo from Taiwan. Uh let's see here. Oh, I do wanna say hi to Natalia Illusion. I see her in the chat as well. Good to see you, Natalia. Um Yo-Yo from Taiwan says, hi, teacher Bob. Which one is the dangerous things you've Oh, which of the things you've done as a child was the most dangerous? Could you share them with me? Thank you for your answer. I think I explained this before. As a child, I once rode down a really steep hill down to a creek. My older brother didn't wanna do it because he thought it was too dangerous and I said, nah, it's not dangerous at all. So, I rode my bike down. At the bottom, I was going so fast. I lost control and I flew off my bike and I hit my head and I think I still have my grandfather had to come and get us and then um actually, I think we walked back to the house and my grandfather took me to get stitches. I actually got stitches in my head as a child and then my brother was like, see, I told you it was dangerous. That's what brothers do. Sometimes they're sympathetic. Sometimes they just laugh at you. Hey, I do wanna say hi to the 383 people who are watching. If you are wondering what this is, it is an English lesson about danger and various words and phrases that we use to talk about it um and if you're new here, please click that red subscribe button over there. Uh, you'll get notifications when I do new English lessons. Let me get to the next question. Um Dimitri. Hi, Dimitri. 
Hello, stunning Bob. Do the words danger and hazard mean the same? If no, can you give me some examples with both? Thank you and have a great day. So, we use the word danger a lot on signs with an exclamation mark. You know, danger and and that basically means be aware that something here is dangerous or hazardous. We would use both in the same way. Generally, uh danger I would say refers to like high voltage, um things that can be dangerous for you. Hazardous I think sometimes refers to don't do these things because it might be bad for you. But that as I'm saying that, I think they mean the same thing. Um because you know, climbing a mountain is hazardous. Climbing a mountain is dangerous. Yeah, they're definitely used interchangeably. Um but danger is definitely the word that we use on signs for sure. Um next question from Natalia. Bob, do you feel safe in your country? If something terrible happens, do you think your neighbors, police and society will help you or do you have to rely only on yourself? So, this is interesting. Canada is a very safe country but it depends on where you are and it depends on the time of day, okay? So, I would say this. It's very safe out in the country but people actually steal stuff at night in the country. It's very safe in all of our major cities in most areas during the day but there are some parts of our cities where at night it might not be safe to walk alone, okay? Um so and the last thing I'll say is this. When you live out in the country, you usually really know your neighbors well um because you kind of have to take care of each other sometimes like if the power goes out or if uh someone is having Um like if the neighbor's dog is at my place, I just bring the dog back or chase the dog back. So, um neighbors in the country sometimes know each other better than neighbors in the city even though we live further apart. It's kind of a funny thing. Uh let's see here. Murdad says, no question, Bob. Just wanted to say how grateful I am and was able to find your channel. I was able to find your channel. Thank you. You are welcome, Murdad. I'm glad you're around. I'm glad you're learning English. So, Manaj says, teacher Bob, can you explain the word voltage? Well, Mr. Bob is not good at science (laughs) but I will say this. Our outlets in our houses in Canada are 120 volts. In many countries, the electricity in your house is 220, 220 volts or 240 volts. In Canada, we run on a 120 volt system. So, um I'm not sure of the exact relationship between amperage and wattage and voltage. I'm not an expert on electricity um but I do know that we have a new oven. Our old oven broke after 38 years of use. We got some good use out of it. We bought a new oven and it is a 240 volt oven. So, even though all of our outlets are 120 volt. We do have some things in our houses like appliances that run at a higher voltage. Sagar says, hi, teacher Bob. How are you doing? My question is, what is the most dangerous thing for you? So, for Jen and I because we live on a farm, the most dangerous thing is uh farm equipment. So, we have tractors. We have big tractors. We have equipment we hook up to our tractors. Farming is a very dangerous occupation. It's a very dangerous job. So, we have to be very careful when we are using tractors and heavy machinery and equipment. 
So, that would be the most dangerous thing because like in the blink of an eye, you can do something wrong and injure yourself or someone else. So, Jen and I practice very, very good farm safety. Um we always talk about if we're using equipment, how we're going to do it safely. Uh let's do one more question and we'll get back to the lesson. Yaroslav says, no question today. Hope you are doing well. Take care, teacher Bob. Thanks, Yaroslav. Uh for sure. Um fox attacked by a dog. What is the verb describing a dog attacking when it barks and wants to bite? What is it called if the owner of the dog makes her attack? Oh, that's interesting. So, we would probably just say that the dog was barking or you would say the dog was acting in a very vicious manner. Like, that sounds very formal though, right? But vicious is a word we often use to describe a dog that's barking and trying to bite someone. We say, oh, it was just a real, I was out for a walk and this vicious dog came out and was barking and chasing me trying to bite my ankle. Um and then when an owner tells a dog to attack someone, we use the word sick. So, you can sick a dog on someone. Sounds kind of funny, doesn't it? It's not like sick to your stomach but you can sick your dog on someone. Well, you shouldn't sick your dog on someone. That's bad but that would be what that would be the word that we would use. Okay. Allergies. So, this is a a problem in most places in the world and there are mild allergies and then there are very, very, very major allergies. An allergy is when your body doesn't like a substance or a food even. So, for myself, I have mild allergies. At this time of year when the trees have blossoms on them and when there's a lot of tree pollen in the air, my nose gets stuffed up. So, it's not dangerous but it's certainly an allergy. We have students at our school though who have peanut allergies. If they accidentally eat a peanut or have peanut butter, their throat swells up and it's hard for them to breathe and we have to give them a special needle um to stop the allergic reaction. So, people who are allergic to something, people who have allergies, notice the two different words there, they can have an allergic reaction and that allergic reaction can be very, very dangerous um for sure. Um so, we uh have most schools in Canada are peanut free. You are not allowed to have peanuts in our school. Um and so, that's related to another thing called food poisoning. Now, food poisoning usually happens when you eat food that isn't cooked properly uh, maybe from a restaurant or even at home and it's usually not dangerous. There are some food poisoning um, situations where it is dangerous but usually if you have food poisoning, you've eaten food that's not cooked properly or food that had started to go bad and it has made you really, really sick. In some cases, if you eat I think there's a certain kind of fish if you prepare improperly, it's poisonous Uh, and there are certain mushrooms that are very, very poisonous as well. So, notice with the word poison, you say, you know, there's poison, something can poison you and something can be poisonous. There we go. Uh (laughs) overeating. So, this isn't dangerous on the day you do it, okay? So, overeating, just one sec. I think my microphone is slowly sinking down. Um overeating isn't dangerous 
on the day you do it. So, if I eat too much for breakfast one day, it's not dangerous. But overeating for years for if you overeat year after year, it causes you to become obese which means to be overweight and it's very hard on your heart and it really isn't good for your arteries and veins. Um you start to get clogged arteries and you might get heart disease. So, overeating totally not dangerous on the day you do it but over time, if you continually overeat as the months and years go by, it can become very, very dangerous. Um sharp things. So, in English, we say uh you shouldn't run with scissors um but things like kitchen knives, scissors, um things we use every day to prepare food or maybe to cut paper can also be a little bit dangerous. Um you shouldn't run with scissors. You don't want to accidentally trip when you're running with scissors and cut yourself or stab yourself. That would just be horrible. Let's say you were just thinking, oh, I should cut open this box and then you accidentally uh do something silly and you end up cutting yourself with the scissors. Then you have to find a bandage um but definitely sharp things like scissors and knives. Even something like a stapler. If you have papers, and you're going to staple the papers together. Um I at school once punched my uh put a staple into my finger by accident. Not super dangerous but still it it hurt quite a bit. Um machinery. So, I talked a little bit about this um earlier. Machinery is by its very nature uh dangerous because machinery moves. Machinery has moving parts inside of it. Machinery is usually made out of steel and metal and very hard surfaces. So, machinery can be very dangerous. Also, because human beings make mistakes. So, if you are operating a piece of machinery and you suddenly turn quickly and hit someone by accident, um that would be very dangerous. Maybe you're lifting things really high and they might fall off. That would be dangerous. Um so, machinery like things like forklifts. This is a forklift. Tractors, even vehicles we would consider machinery like trucks. Um all of those things are very, very dangerous and usually you need to have special training in order to use most machinery especially in a factory. Um but definitely um machinery is dangerous. Sorry, I'm laughing because I see Al Gore saying One should avoid stepping on rakes as well. Yes, that's always the classic. If you step on a rake, it flips up and hits you in the head. Definitely a classic one, Al Gore. Um extreme sports. This is something I do not know a lot about but extreme sports can be very, very dangerous. Things like um doing jumps with a dirt bike, um mountain climbing. Uh all of those sports where you are either doing something with um you know, a vehicle or some kind of motorsport. Like, let's say you go in a smash up derby. Do you know what a smash up derby is? Smash up derby is when they get a bunch of old cars and people smash into each other until only one car is still driving. Or let's say you go free climbing or mountain climbing. Um as you get higher and higher, it's definitely more and more uh dangerous for sure. Radiation. So, We generate power in Canada with nuclear power plants. We are a nuclear power plant country. 
So, it is dangerous if something goes wrong at a nuclear power plant. They can accidentally release radiation into the air. Um so, around the world, countries that have nuclear power plants work really hard to build them safely and to have good rules and protocols in place so that we don't have any kind of nuclear radiation. So, radiation is just this invisible dangerous um force in the world that can be very very bad for people. So, radiation. There's even small amounts of radiation. Um like I think from the sun, we get UVA and UVB um radiation. Let me double check my uh UVA and UVB ultraviolet. There we go. UVA rays. I just wanna check to make sure there's Yeah, I'm not sure that's exact. Oh, yeah. UV radiation. There we go. Also, when you go and get an x-ray, you're getting uh some radioactive uh exposure there as well. Notice I don't know a lot about radiation. So, I'm moving on to the next slide. Natural disasters. Now, I think I did a whole lesson on weather and natural disasters. So, I'm not going to talk about every type of natural disaster but certainly hurricanes and cyclones and tornadoes and tsunamis and all of the different types of things that happen on the earth on a large scale can be very very dangerous. Flooding uh in some cities as well. So, natural disasters definitely another thing that can be extremely dangerous to human beings. Um I think when you see a natural disaster up close, you realize how small human beings are. Like if you I haven't seen a tornado but I would imagine if you saw a tornado or if you saw a tsunami, you would feel very small in in the sense of um people just aren't that big compared to um a huge natural disaster. Fire is definitely dangerous. We did a lesson a few weeks ago on fire. If you touch fire, you get burnt um and burns are not very nice at all. Um and then we mentioned lightning earlier. Uh lightning uh can be very dangerous. I almost was struck by lightning once when I was a younger person. I was working uh for someone. I was painting the side of a building and I was standing on metal scaffolding and my friend and I were painting and we heard lightning hit and there was thunder at exactly the same time. That's how close it was and we saw little sparks go between the scaffolding and the building and then we just quickly climbed down and went inside. We were very very scared. It was uh it was certainly a frightening experience for the both of us. Hey, we're gonna move over to members only questions. Let me get uh things set up for that. As I'm doing that, I do wanna say hi to the 447 people who are watching. Even though I'm switching the chat to members only, stick around. This is a great time uh for the next 10 minutes or so to kind of listen in to the questions that I'm answering. So, if you're wondering what's happening, if you have clicked the join button below and if your name is green over there in the chat, and you have a crown, you can now ask questions during uh right in the chat and I will respond to them. Brent says, Brent from American English with this guy says, living in the American South, I saw more tornadoes than I wanted. Yes, that you know, I was uh in Michigan for university and uh we had tornado drills. Even though Michigan doesn't have a lot of tornadoes, uh every I think every two months, 
you would hear the tornado siren and that was a little different for me. Maria, Modag's not my comments but my emojis on the mobile phone are dangerous for Nightbot. I'm an extremely expressive person. I need to write with smiley faces. Yes, Nightbot gets a little upset if people use too many emojis. Uh Eugene says the most dangerous situation for me. We were driving from Vancouver back to Toronto. Too long a time to drive like sleep driving almost off the road when we passed by the Rocky Mountains and a cliff just two meters in front of us. Yes, yeah, that wouldn't be distracted driving but yes, definitely driving when you're too tired would be very, very dangerous, Eugene, for sure. I'm glad you made it home safe and sound. Al Gore, it's forbidden to pick up a broken stick in a hockey game. It's dangerous for other. True, yes. Um, I didn't put that on here but some sports are dangerous, aren't they? Hockey, boxing, um, bobsledding, all of those downhill sports are quite, they're not considered extreme sports but they are definitely dangerous. Um, Maria C says, where did you see tornadoes, Brent? Sorry, I don't have my reading glasses on and I thought it said, where did you see tomatoes, Brent? Sorry, it says tornadoes, Maria and you spelled it correctly but I thought it said tomatoes and I was like, why are you guys talking about tomatoes? Um, Brent, I think we'll answer that one. Uh, Lolly says, yes, hello from France to Mode Eggs. Cool. Uh, Mode Eggs says, Maria C. Well, I think the force is us to write in English more. Talking about the emojis. Yes. Um, Julia says, hello, millionaires. Oh, is it? It's dangerous to be rich too, I heard. That's why I don't want to be rich. Gaston, hi, teacher Bob. Are avalanches common in Canada? What other natural disasters happen in your country? So, yes, I think I actually have avalanche on the list. Yeah, I'll talk about that in a bit. They're common in the Rocky Mountains for sure. Um other natural disasters here. We do have a few tornadoes. We do not have tsunamis. We do not have strong earthquakes. We sometimes have drought in the western provinces. They won't get rain for a very long time and we definitely have some flooding near rivers and lakes because we have a lot of rivers and lakes. Um Let's see here. Make a lesson of outdo, outrun, words without. I will try to do that on my second channel. Maybe I'll focus on phrasal verbs without for the next little bit. Al Gore says, I've been to the state of Michigan. Cool. Samira, you mentioned two words, vicious and sick. Can you spell them correctly? Thanks. So, let me see here. Um I don't actually know how to spell sick. I think it's S-I-C to sick a dog on someone. Let's see here. Yeah, you can use either. I think it's kind of a short form but it's sick and vicious. There we go. I'll put that down there. Uh next question here. Oh, I'm on the wrong screen. Sorry. Um Where was I? Sorry, I kind of lost track of where I was. I should do an audio check for a sec too. Okay, good. Um give me one sec here to get back to where some jobs are dangerous. Wait, I need to go up one up to Maria. I lived in Alabama for about eight years. That's from Brent. Bonjour, Bob. Comment vas-tu? Je vais bien aujourd'hui. Lolly, merci. Um Shaker says some jobs are dangerous. Yeah, I think I have jobs on the list but definitely some jobs are dangerous like farming. 
Gertrudis, hello, Bob. How's it going? Hello from Dominican Republic. Hello as well. Um, <laughs> Brett put some tomatoes on the chat. Um, Rod says, although I'm a cautious person, sometimes I like to take a walk on the wild side. Yes, sometimes people live dangerously. Sometimes on the weekends, people will live dangerously. They'll do things they normally don't do during the week. Maybe that are a little bit dangerous. For me, that would simply mean staying up past 10. That would be living dangerously. Uh, Ricardo says, Bob, in Brazil, a lot of people die by using poison in their crops. In Canada, you use crops poison. So, we do use herbicides and pesticides in Canada uh, to grow most of our crops. We try to use them in the way that is approved by Health Canada so that we do it safely but sometimes there are problems uh, as well. Modag says, Mr. Bob, why is it called accent grave? Is it because it's gravely changes the sound of les foyales? Je sais pas exactement pourquoi. Uh, accent aigu et accent grave. Those are the two accents on French vowels and I'm not sure why. Uh, ou circonflex. Sometimes you have that one as well. Julia, I heard in Australia there's special sing-alongs signs along the road with some questions not to get bored and fall asleep. Yes, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? I think in Australia, the roads are long and boring to drive along. So, that would be a cool way to do that. Um, let's see here. Al Gore says, sick. Yeah, I think it can be spelled either way if you sick a dog on someone. Let's see. Maria C. When you said South America, I thought it was near my country. So, you meant this that you saw tornadoes in the south of the United States. Yeah. So, when Canadians and Americans say I'm going south, we almost both mean the southern United States. So, there's nowhere to go south in Canada. So, if a Canadian says, yeah, I'm gonna go south for the winter, they usually mean they're going to Florida or Alabama or one of the southern states and when Brent as an American said, when I lived in the south, he would mean south of the southern United States. Um let me see here. Losing track. Brent says, Sikkim. Yeah. Mirage says, thanks, Mr. Bob. No problem. Maria C. So, where did you see tomatoes? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he saw them at the grocery store. Um let's see. COVID-19 is a danger for us. Yes, definitely diseases and a disease like COVID-19 is very, very dangerous for us. Hey, let me get to my chat set up here and let me turn off members only chat. It's a little earlier than normal. Usually, we go about 10 minutes uh, but I do wanna thank all of my members for being members. Thank you for being members and for participating in members only chat. Thank you for supporting my channel. Again, if you're wondering What do I do with membership money? I use membership money to pay for my internet connection on the farm which is quite expensive. It's almost $300 a month for internet on my farm. Isn't that crazy? Um I use it to buy the equipment that I use to make my videos um and generally, I'm just very, very happy when people support me. It allows me to have the things I need to have and pay for the internet connection that I need to have so I can do these lessons. So, thank you very much for being members. You guys are awesome. Uh let's see here. Few more members questions. Um Rod says we have all the French word accents in Portuguese as well. Very cool. Brent says do you have rumble strips in Canada? Yes. So, we have on our major highways, if you start to go off the highway, your tires on your car hit pavement little spots that have made um 
yeah, they're kind of wavy. So, your car goes and it's meant to wake you up. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Maria says, thanks, Bob, for that explanation. I didn't know that. No problem. Al Gore, bonjour, j'étais à Paris et j'adore le français. Uh, Mode eggs, it looks like the southern US is independent of the US. At times, I think that different parts of Canada and different parts of the United States have strong opinions on certain things. Julia Olis says, Brent, was it very scary to see the tomato? I mean, the tornado. <laughs> Were you close to it? Well, if if that was tomato, sorry to joke about that so much. That would be funny. Um, were you scared to see the tomato, Brent? Um, let's see here. Um, I think I'm gonna let things go on the members only chat and I am going to jump back to the lesson for the next 10 minutes so that we can keep things moving along. Here we go. Thin ice. This is not something that is dangerous in every country in the world. But if you live in a northern country or a very uh very southern country that has winter and has ice, there is a time when the ice is not thick enough to walk on. So, often in Canada in the late fall, there will be signs like this along our lakes. Danger, thin ice because people sometimes um sometimes walk out on the ice. So, I see I have a super chat. Thank you very much for that super chat. That is awesome. Um But people will walk out on ice that's too thin and they can fall through the ice and that's not good. When you fall through the ice, it's hard to get back out because ice is slippery and it's also very, very cold. The water is so cold that you only have about one or two minutes to get back out. So, thin ice is very, very dangerous. There's also something called undertow. We have undertow in our lakes and there's undertow at Um, when you go to the ocean. Generally, when you go to the beach, the water comes in. The waves come in but the water then flows back out at the bottom and so, you can kind of get pulled by an undertow out into the water. It's never uh never a good thing. So, there are some beaches in Canada when we go to the Great Lakes that say danger undertow. Or they might say riptide is another way to refer to currents in the water along a beach that can be very, very dangerous. Wild animals. So, in Canada, we have wild animals. We do not have hippopotamuses (laughs) or hippos but wild animals are still very dangerous in almost every country. In Canada, we have things like moose and elk and bears. And they are all very, very dangerous. In some countries, you have lions or panthers uh, or a hippo is actually dangerous. Rhinoceroses. You might even have snakes that if they bite you, it's very, very bad. You might have venomous snakes. I think we say venomous. I don't think we say poisonous snakes. Someone should look that up. Um, But maybe in some parts, maybe you're visiting the US and there are rattlesnakes in the state you are in. So, you need to be careful. Wild animals definitely dangerous. We also have um Canadian geese. They're not super dangerous but they will chase you. They can get a little bit angry but wild animals definitely uh dangerous in almost every part of the world. Um polar bears are dangerous. I've heard. I've never seen one. Um here's another one that uh kind of affects a bunch of different things but fumes can be dangerous. When you are filling your car up with gas, 
you can actually see gas fumes coming up on a hot day and those aren't especially dangerous but there are fumes that uh, can be given off by different things that are bad to breathe in, okay? On a farm, there are a couple of times when farmers put crops into what's called a silo and it generates really bad fumes for a few days. So, fumes are like kind of a smelly gas and if you breathe it in, it is bad for you. Disease. So, we did mention this one already uh, a little bit but disease, diseases like COVID obviously can be very, very dangerous uh, for humans. Um, When you have a disease, it means that your body is fighting off something, either a virus or some kind of bacterial infection but disease is definitely not uh, um, something that is good for humans. And then humans. So, as I was doing my research on dangerous things. So, when I put these lessons together, I sit down and I do a bunch of searches and the number one thing that kept coming up is that humans are very dangerous to other humans. So, one of the most dangerous things in the world is not actually a thing. It's other people. I didn't realize that but statistically, more people are hurt, injured or killed by other people either directly or indirectly. Uh, than most other things in the world. So, don't quote me on that. I mean, I'm not 100% sure on that Um, but it's in my research, it became evident that humans cause pollution. Humans um, commit crimes. Humans are accident prone. Humans do outrageous, dangerous things. Humans either through their own actions Uh, or because of the actions of others come into harm's way or are injured. So, humans, very, very, very very dangerous but also totally awesome, right? Like, we're kind of a fun, funny species in that way. Uh, War is dangerous, of course. Um, Don't have to talk much more about that but anytime there is war, there is danger because there are going to be soldiers fighting each other and causing situations that are just very, very dangerous. Space is very dangerous. So, if you go into space, you need to wear a spacesuit um, because an astronaut cannot survive in space. Space has no air. You are unable to breathe. It is extremely cold in space. It's not warm at all. So, the conditions for humans to thrive and to live don't exist in space. So, you need a spaceship you need a space station um, or you need a spacesuit in order to survive in space because the vacuum of space is extremely dangerous. And the sun is dangerous. So, this is interesting. Uh, some of us burn really badly if we're in the sun without sunscreen. Uh, some people don't but for myself, I am someone who when I'm in the sun, my skin gets a darker, uh, uh, gets a tan and if I don't wear some kind of sunscreen, instead of getting a nice brown tan, I turn red and then for about a day or two, I'm in pain. So, the sun uh, is just a little bit dangerous. If you get a sunburn, it's not immediately dangerous but if you get a sunburn over and over again, it can eventually cause skin cancer. So, because Jen and I burn easily, okay, if we're in the sun, we burn easily. We always wear sunscreen or suntan lotion when we go outside. Um, let's see here. 
Uh, sometimes we will have a heat wave in Canada. Uh, a heat wave in Canada is when it's over 30 or 32 degrees for more than three days I think which probably again doesn't sound warm for most of you depending on where you live but a heat wave can be extremely dangerous especially for people who have trouble breathing or old people okay. Older people um a heat wave cannot can be a very dangerous time for them um when it's just extremely hot. For Jen and I because we're relatively healthy when we have a heat wave we usually get up early and we work on the farm till about noon and then we will just kind of relax in the house because we have air conditioning until about five o'clock and then we will go back out and work again. So, if we do have a heat wave in the summer uh we tend to stay inside during the hottest part of the day and have a siesta uh a siesta. Yeah, I think so. A nap. Have a little nap. Yes, Modags mentions that heat wave can cause heat stroke. So, a heat when you have heat stroke it means that you've gotten too warm and you haven't uh, had enough water to drink and your body is just overheating. So, there's two natural disasters um, that I'm going to mention that uh, weren't in my other lesson on natural disasters. One is a landslide. So, if you live along a hill or a mountain sometimes dirt and rocks and rubble can kind of fall down the side of the hill or mountain and we would call this a landslide. Uh in Canada we do have landslides even near me. There is a road that goes along kind of a cliff and regularly there are little landslides. Um usually no one gets hurt um but there are sometimes when there's a rock slide and then someone uh people can get hurt from that. And then we mentioned avalanche. Out in western Canada we have the Rocky Mountains. And there is a lot of snow. There is a lot of snow on those mountains. And so, at different times of the year, there can be avalanches. And an avalanche is when a lot of snow comes down the side of the mountain all at once. So, avalanche is definitely very dangerous. And again, um I'm not gonna mention all of the other natural disasters but uh, definitely natural disasters are dangerous for sure. Um Tsunamis are dangerous. Drought is dangerous. Flooding is dangerous. Uh, volcanoes are dangerous. Um, um what else? Hurric- hurricanes are dangerous. Cyclones are dangerous. All very dangerous. So, pets. Now, I don't think this dog in particular is dangerous um but I have a friend who was out for a run a few months ago uh and they were bitten by a dog and that dog was someone's pet. So, regularly you will hear news stories where someone was attacked by someone else's dog, okay? Generally, cats aren't dangerous although they might try to claw you or scratch you um but usually in the news when we hear about someone being injured or attacked, it's usually by a dog. So, dogs as pets, dogs are probably one of the most dangerous pets. They're also 99% of the time friendly and nice. There's just a few dogs that are vicious and sometimes the pet owner doesn't train the dog or maybe doesn't keep the dog on a leash. A leash is what you use to hold your dog uh and that dog uh, can then be a very dangerous uh thing if especially if you're out for a walk or a run. Being lost can be dangerous. Um this happens uh in Canada every once in a while because we are a large country with lots of wilderness. We have lots of forest. 
sometimes people become lost. Um they become lost and then they might uh have what they call exposure. So, when you suffer from exposure, it means you've been outside for days on end without enough food or water. Um but definitely every year we hear of someone who goes off the hiking path and gets lost in the woods or lost in the forest and then uh they uh definitely that can be dangerous especially if they can't find their way back. Um so, here you see on the beach someone has written the words SOS. This is the universal message of help basically and I think it stands for uh save our souls or save our ship. It has an older meaning but SOS definitely uh if you see SOS somewhere it means someone is lost or in trouble and needs to be rescued. Illegal drugs. So, I think every country in the world struggles with the danger of illegal drugs. In Canada, um we have an illegal drug problem. Uh, I think every country does. In our major cities and out in the country, people get addicted to drugs. People take drugs that they're not supposed to take. Um they take them because they make them feel really good for a short period of time. And so, illegal drugs can result though in something called an overdose. So, an overdose is when you take too much of a drug and it has um a bad effect on you. Either it causes you to become unconscious. It can even cause you to pass away or to die but illegal drugs definitely dangerous, definitely a problem in every country around the world including Canada. Smoking, I've mentioned before, another one of those uh, my voice isn't working. Another one of those things where on the day you smoke the cigarette, it isn't necessarily dangerous and everyone knows of someone's grandpa who smoked his whole life and lived to be a hundred. So, it's definitely not dangerous to everyone but for the vast percentage of people who smoke after doing it for years and years, it is dangerous and it affects your lungs, it affects your breathing and it can even give you lung cancer uh or other cancers of the mouth. So, smoking definitely dangerous um over when you do it for years and years. And then jobs. Jobs can be very dangerous. Um in Canada, You have to have insurance when you do different jobs and so because you need insurance in case of injury, they've kind of categorized which jobs are dangerous and which aren't. Teaching is not dangerous at all. It's it's very, very low on the scale of dangerous jobs. Um the chance of me being injured or harmed at work is very, very, very slim. Farming is a dangerous job. Being a firefighter is a dangerous job. Being a police officer is a dangerous job. Um working in a factory like a steel factory is a dangerous job. So, definitely there are jobs that are far more dangerous than other jobs. Um and sometimes you'll say, well, it comes with the territory. That's an English phrase where you just think, well, if you're going to become a farmer, you have to realize it is dangerous. It just comes with the territory. Um and so, again, Jen and I uh try to be as safe as we possibly can on the farm and our farm is smaller but uh definitely uh, a small farm, there's just as much chance for something bad to happen as on a larger farm. So, jobs can be dangerous. Teaching English on YouTube, not super dangerous, I don't think. At least nothing's fallen on me. I got bit by mosquitoes once doing a live stream outside. That's about as dangerous as it gets. Hey, let me answer a few questions uh before we wrap this up. 
Uh, let me get to my question sheet. Let me just check for a sec where we are on the questions. I'm not sure I can get through them all but I will definitely answer a few of them. Here we go. Mode says, hello, Mr. Bob. I hope you are always safe and away from dangers. Snakes mainly. There are no venomous snakes in my part of Canada. What is the difference between poison, toxin and venom? So, poison can be made by a person. Poison can be made by a plant. Poison can be made by an animal. It's basically anything. It's a general category. A toxin, I think, is something more natural. Like, I think a mushroom might have toxins. Look that one up, Mode, because I'm not 100% sure. But venom is definitely something made by animals, okay? So, if an animal creates a chemical in their body that's dangerous to humans, we would call it a venom. Um, Dr. Tukey says, hi, Bob. Is it safe to drink water from a tap in Canada? Thank you. If you live in a town or city, yes. If you live out in the country like me, then generally, no. People who live in the country like me, there is a place in my local town where I can fill up water jugs for free with treated safe town water. We call it or tap water. Um, so, yes, depends where you live but generally, if you live in the city or in a town, you have um safe drinking water that you can drink straight from the tap. Ricardo says, hello, teacher Bob. My question is, is radon gas test mandatory in Canada? I don't think it is, Ricardo. I also don't know a lot about radon except that it can accumulate in lower parts of a house, I think. Next question is from Ednam. Hi, Bob. I've been struggling to pronounce these two words, death and depth. Could you, could you help me with that? Thank you. Yes. So, death. There you go. Death. No P sound at all. Just death. But, depth. You kind of have to depth. It's kind of weird. It's a weird sound, isn't it? Depth. Depth. So, you kind of put a little P sound in there. Hopefully, that helped. Um, Maybe uh, rewind a bit and practice, listen to those and practice it. Ario, hola, Mr. Bob. Have you, have you experienced dangerous situations when you were a kid? Little fix there. I have when I was a kid, I ate an ant. <laughs> Does eating an ant, is that dangerous for us? Thank you. That might be dangerous depending on the ant but um, yes, I, I think there was a few times I was in dangerous situations. Um, I once took some matches from my parents uh from the house and I went down behind the house and I made a little fire um and it actually spread to some grass and then uh, I had to put it out. So, that was a little bit scary that I accidentally started a fire. Um I did that as an adult once too. About 15 years ago, I I lit the field on fire by accident and the fire department had to come. That was a little bit embarrassing. The only thing that got uh that burnt was grass but it was a pretty big uh fire actually. Diego, hi teacher Bob. Good morning. Do you think misinformation or fake news is dangerous? Yes, definitely. Um it's one of the current problems in the world is that we have news on different social media platforms and sometimes it's hard to know if it's fake or not. So, I do think it's definitely dangerous for sure. Eugene from Etobicoke says, um there's a logo on all dangerous goods in Canada like caution attention. For example, container may explode if heated. Definitely. Contents under pressure. Definitely. Read back carefully. Yes. In fact, the oven I just bought had a big sign on it that said read the instruction manual before installing. Um for sure. 
Um, I'm going to skip the next question. I'm not sure about that one. Oh, yeah. Here's a good one. Fyodor. Hello, Bob. I would like to know what things children were allowed to do when you were a kid and weren't thought dangerous but is now thought to be dangerous in Canada. So, wearing a helmet when riding a bicycle. Um when I was a kid, no one no one wore a helmet when they were riding a bike. Um but now in Canada, most kids and almost all adults will ride will, will wear a helmet when riding a bicycle. So, that's definitely one of the things uh that I would say. Haha. <laughs> Lalo says, are you scared of heights? Yes, I am scared of heights and I'm scared of snakes. Those are the two. Uh next question, Betty from Taiwan. Hi, the humble teacher, Bob. When do you find yourself in danger? I hope you you're doing well. Thanks for your amazing work as always. Love from Taiwan. Right now, I feel in danger when other people are driving too fast around me or when I'm walking along the road, sometimes someone will drive by going way too fast and then that's to me, that's dangerous. Oh, uh, here's Rod again. Rod says, even though you're cautious now, do you feel tempted to take a walk on the wild side sometimes? Happy Friday. Thank you. No, Rod. I'm a very cautious person. I don't often feel tempted to take a walk on the wild side. Stefan says, will someone be sentenced if someone is drunk driving in Canada? Yeah, you lose your license. You 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 get fined. You can serve prison terms if you injure someone. It's very, very um very, very strict in Canada. We do not like people to drink and drive. Oh, yes. So, Julio Cesar says, hi, Bob. How dangerous is the Canadian winter? Okay, little fix there. Minus 20, minus 30 degrees. Can it be a danger for people who aren't prepared? Yes. Sometimes people move to Canada and they aren't prepared for the extreme cold in some of our northern cities, especially cities like Montreal, Ottawa, and Edmonton, some of our northern cities or Winnipeg. They get very, very, very cold. Um let's see here. Laura from Spain. Hello, Bob. What's the difference between another and other? Thank you very much. Um so, I there's a couple ways I try to explain this usually just with example sentences. Um if I was to say um Let me do it with my vans again. My one van is red. My other van is blue. If I buy another van, it will probably be orange. Okay? So, there's an example for you. Uh my older brother is shorter than my other brother and I if I had another brother, I wonder how tall he would be. So, the another is kind of like in addition to. Naomi T. Hi, teacher Bob. Do you have any poisonous creatures in your country? I appreciate any help you can provide. I'm not sure. We might have a poisonous frog. I'm not sure actually. It's certainly not something I'm aware of. I don't even know if we have spiders that are poisonous. Um let's see here. Roosevelt says, hello, teacher Bob. I'm from Brazil and it's common here our house to have electric fence on the front wall. How is it in your country? No, but we have electric fence around our pasture so that our goats don't escape. So, uh Natalia says, hello, Mr. Bob. Do you think sometimes medicines can be dangerous because of their effects? What about the COVID vaccine salute? So, I think sometimes when they look back, they'll realize that something they used as medicine was bad. I think in our modern era, scientists and doctors are pretty good 
at testing things to make sure that they are safe. So, I'm happy that we live in the times we do when scientists and doctors can uh, invent and make things that are safe for the human body. Raj says, if I see a danger do not enter sign, does that mean I am entering private property and will be shot? Well, that depends where you are. In Canada, we do not have a lot of firearms. So, you will probably just be arrested. Um but I'm thinking in some countries, it might mean it might be more dangerous to go on that property than others. Uh let me see here. So, folks, I'm gonna do a few more questions if you wanna stick around. I know we're a little further uh past the hour than normal. Um Zhang says, hi, teacher Bob. It's my first time to ask this question. What do you think is the most dangerous square in the world? I'm not sure what you mean by square. Like, do you mean city or place in the world? I'm not sure what the most dangerous place is because it really depends on who you are. I think for some people, some parts of their cities are dangerous. If you go to the city of Toronto, there are parts of Toronto that just aren't as safe as other places. So, it kind of depends where you are. Let's see here. So, Katerina says, hello, dear teacher Bob. I want to wish everyone that a big danger will only be a little fright in our lives. So, sometimes you have what's called a close call. Maybe you're walking along a path and if you step in the wrong spot and if you fell down, you would be hurt. It's dangerous and maybe you step and you almost fall but you don't. We would call that a close call. Maybe you're driving and someone someone passes you and there's a car coming from the other way but they just get in front of you in time. We would say that's a close call and those close calls can sometimes um make you appreciate life more for sure. Linda says, does it exist the word cold wave? No but they've started using the word polar vortex in the winter when it gets really really cold but there's no. We we would say a cold snap Maybe you'll have a cold snap but usually that means when it's normal weather in the spring and then it gets cold again abnormally. We would say a cold snap but no, there's no opposite that I know of heat wave. Uh let's see here. I'm skipping questions that aren't related. So, I think Yeah, I think I'm gonna wrap this up everybody. I think I've gotten through most. I I know there's about five or six left. Um but uh, I think I'm going to wrap up this lesson. We're going to end the lesson now. Uh I do want to say thanks to Todd and Dave for moderating the chat. I wanna thank all of my members, everyone who has clicked a join button for supporting me. Um if you're if you are wondering when I say uh it helps me buy equipment, I should do a video sometime on the equipment I use because I have like a big light, another big light and a camera and a microphone and my computer and when I go outside, I have a little bit of stuff too that I use out there. So, thank you so much for being members. It is very helpful for me to uh be able to buy things I need to buy to make the videos better. It's very, very helpful. Um thanks to uh all of you who are just subscribers. If you're new here, there is a subscribe button right there. You can click. I do new English lessons every Tuesday. A live lesson like this every Friday and tomorrow we'll be doing an outdoor lesson again if the weather's nice where I'll answer as many questions as I can. Uh do remember this lesson will come out in a shorter format in a couple days with subtitles. 
So, if there's parts of the lesson or if you want to watch the whole lesson again to kind of practice your English listening, look for that. Uh, other than that, I think I'm going to wrap this up. Bye, everybody. Have a great day um, and have a great weekend. I still have to work today. Some of you are done work. So, that's kind of cool. Let me just shout out byes to a few people. Bye to Gaston, Ario Handio, Julia Olise, Anuat, Maria C., uh, Mode Eggs, Tony, Claudia, American English with this guy, Rod, the Brazilian English teacher, Lolly Lolly. Let me see who else is still around here in the chat. Norma, Al Gore. I'm gonna start repeating names now. That usually happens. Gulai, um, Henry. I think I said bye to Ario already, but I'll say bye again. Natalia Illusion. Thanks for being around again, too. Um, and I think I'm just gonna end it there. Bye, everybody. Have a great weekend. See ya. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash Bob the Canadian.